This podcast was recorded Sunday, April 2nd, 2017 in beautiful Squamish, BC. And now, two guys so stupid they cook with Old Spice. It's Barry and Dave and the Stupid About Cars Podcast. Hello, Davey. Hey, Bear. Guess what? What's up? It's not raining. It's not raining. On the way down here, it did rain. A little bit. Yeah. How's but things? It, it's good. It's good. It's not raining. So everybody's out. It's like actually Squamish is alive right now. Yeah, no doubt. It's been, you know, We've had a couple of, a couple of decent days. And Friday, man, that was or Thursday. Thursday was bombing, man. Was, that was awesome. It was a good Friday day. wasn't bad. Either. I mean, every, it's been pretty good for like the last four days. Hopefully this is just a taste of what we're going to get this I really summer. hope so. I, I was like almost ready to go camping this weekend. I was going to go break out the tent and stuff like that, call up a few friends and head over to, you know, Calcheck or something really? like that. Really? Right? Really? Yeah. It's still cold out there, though. But, yeah, big big roaring fire. And, yeah? yeah? I got a tent heater, so, you know, it's all good. Tent heater. And my house is five You are away. a tent heater, I think. Yeah, I am a tent heater. Technically. <laughs> Technically. That is on, on my you. birth certificate, <laughs> I believe. Nice. You know, when it, when I was a kid in school, you know, they make you take those stupid tests and tell you what you're going to be when you grow up. My, yeah. Mine was tent heater. That just came under your name. <laughs> I can see it. I mean. It's entirely possible. It's amazing how much heat the body can make. Like, oh, when my wife's there, I'm warm. When she's not, I'm cold. Mm. You can always call me. Yeah. We'll snuggle. But do you, like, that's a lot of heat, though, like. Do you have a temperature gauge on you? I do, yeah. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere near that hot. <laughs> oh, so to Car World. You know, I was mentioning on my way down here, we had a little <laughs> yeah, bit of rain today. I, man, I, 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 I told you briefly, I think we need, if you own slash drive a high-performance, you know, sports car, something along those lines, then you should have to qualify for it. So I'm driving down, and coming up behind me is, I'm driving, you know, 5K over, whatever, you know, just cruising. 5K? Right. Well, That's I like mean, your, I bench press this. But no, it's no, the, it's like, the, you mean like, like a 10, 15, No, 20, maybe 10. I mean, it's five. Squam- 5K it's a, over? It's the Sea to Sky Highway. The speed limit's already 100, up from 80. Right, so driving that road at 110—that's that's quite a windy road, and most people out there shouldn't be driving it that fast, right? Yeah. So, anyways, this guy comes up behind me, and he's got to be doing 180 kilometers an hour. He's just flying up behind me. Goes, and he, I was in the left lane. I just passed somebody, and and this guy, you know, drifting over in the lane because he just wants to get by me because he's that badass, right? Well, all of a sudden we come up. He passes. I move over. He passes me. And we come up to a little bit of a corner, not one of the big corners on the Sea to Sky Highway, but there are some corners. And he panics. And you can tell when somebody panic breaks. And he panics and backs right down to like 80 kilometers an hour and starts driving through these corners. Well, I'm still in the right lane. My cruise control's set. You know, my foot, foot's off the gas. And, you know, I go sailing by him, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then we get to another little straightaway. Boom, he's speeding up again. He's going to go. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. You know, this happens three, four times. And then, oh, we got a little bit of rain. A little bit of rain started coming down. Oh, my God, we got to panic. That's horrible. We can't drive in rain. We got to slow down and almost come to a complete stop. No, I just... Uh, so they have to pass a course. They have to commit. 
They have to understand when I'm pointing and laughing at them, they have to understand why I'm pointing and laughing because of their sheer lack of driving ability. I don't, I don't think they care about you. Well, they don't care about me, but they should care about me because it just goes to show that if they're that nervous of a driver that a little bit of a corner, they have no right to be driving that fast to begin with. I don't care. You want to speed, go ahead and speed. And it makes sense. You know, that car can outperform, outbreak, out corner, out handle. As long as you can drive the car, I'm not worried about you. But there has to be a way to prove that they can actually drive the car. There should be like a, a road tester at all these places. You know, well, <laughs> come with go, me, sir. Go down to Vancouver and have a look at all the, the guys yeah. driving their You know Bentley's. how many cars they wouldn't sell then? <laughs> the dealerships would go bankrupt. Well, maybe then the prices would come down and I'd be able to afford one finally. But, you know, I mean, look at all the big ends yeah. on the back of that, uh, on the back of the Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff like that down Yeah, we, we have a lot of supercars here, man. Do you realize, of course, that I don't really see a lot of ends on Ferraris or Porsches? There, I see them on Lamborghinis Bentleys. and on Bentleys. Now, Mercedes, here's the question. Beamers. Does that mean that some of these places, like Ferrari, is actually showing some responsibility and just saying, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not selling you that car? Can't be. Because there's other ways around it. So if they want a Ferrari, they'll get themselves a Ferrari. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying the masses. We, we, I don't see, I can't remember ever seeing an N on the back yeah, of a Ferrari right. anywhere. Right? So I'm just Maybe wondering, there's a secret hidden rule. Maybe there is. Maybe a couple of companies are abiding by it. Maybe you know, so I think it comes down to uh, like conscience thing. Maybe right, like yeah, maybe yeah. I could, could you sell it? No one you could, but I could. I mean, it's like street bikes. Yeah, right. Uh, Do you think a go, kid road. can go buy a Hayabusa? Like that thing's crazy. That is a yeah, missile on the road. I've ridden them, yeah. and you you just get your bike license, like and go, and that's even more deadly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well. See, and I came up with the idea when I was driving trucks. You know, they've got the hours of service rules. You know, you can only drive 10 hours and sleep 8 hours and all this crap. I mean, they don't make any sense. I could go on and on about them. They don't make any sense to anybody that has driven a truck for any length of time. Who made the rules up? Truck drivers or bureaucrats? Oh, bureaucrats, obviously, right? But it makes sense for these new guys. I mean, you know, in the States, it's a bigger problem. You got these companies advertising, oh, come make $80,000 a year and be a truck driver. Well, everybody and their brother wants to make eighty grand a year, so they go sign up. They don't want to drive trucks, so they make horrible truck drivers, all of them. Some of them, they might be like, okay, well, actually, this is pretty cool. I like this. But most of them, they're just doing it for the money. So they make lousy drivers. So yes, we need to have hours of service regulations for them, you know. So I came up with the thought that it should be a graduated license system, you know. I've driven trucks for twenty five years and got a perfectly clean record, you know. I mean, speeding and everything. Well, I knock on my Timmy's, you know, but <laughs> I, and I mean, I've had trucks that did over a hundred mile an hour. Yeah. And I've done over 100 mile an hour, Shh, but no, I mean, I've I've never gotten oh, the statute of limitations expired on that one. Yeah. Um, no, no offense, Arkansas, but you know it happens. Oh, you even said when it was done. No, hell yeah, man, never it was a Arkansas glorious now. day. What if some right? like Arkansas police guys listening to our show? The statute of limitations we go has, down there. has long expired. <laughs> yeah, long the state is bad though for tickets. Have you ever got? I got oh, it's, I, it's 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 bad. They come after you, man. So, yeah. Well, a lot of places, they actually have uh, reciprocity acts. So if you get a ticket down in in some state, 
it actually affects your like Canadian driver's license. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The points and everything. Because I just I got a ticket down in the states and I was like thought it was Canadian. <laughs> like I'll never you never have never to pay, pay it because or you pay it when you renew your yeah, license or something, yeah. right? And then uh, they, they, within two weeks they're calling me. Oh they're yeah. Like, you know that if you enter the states, you don't have a driver's license. Yeah. You will get arrested. And it's just and they're like and it goes up fifty dollars every couple of weeks if you don't like they're making some monies. Yeah, they're making cash. Yeah, I just I mean you pay it. Well, I like the olden days when it was just pay pay the cop right on the site, you know. Here yeah. you go, here's your money. That's a little you know, have you seen some of the cops these days? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't want to give them that kind of responsibility. No, no, that I've makes had for my, some my share cops. Of, I'm not saying I've never had my share of incidences with police, but you know. But the graduated licensing thing. I mean, they should do that with road vehicles as I well. I think they should do it with everything. You know, you get a little bit of a leeway. I mean, there's still the laws of the laws, the rules of the rules. But I get pulled over driving 120 in a 100 zone, and a cop looks at my license, and I'm registered as, like, a graduated license number 12. He's like, oh, well, you haven't had a ticket in 12 years, and yeah. you're a good driver, and don't worry about it. Keep on going, you know, whoop, whoop. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Because I mean, maybe we'd solve this problem of these uh, idiot drivers out there that I'm pointing and laughing at. If you're listening, white AMG sixty three, you're an idiot. You don't know how to drive, and trade your car in for a Hyundai Pony because that's what you deserve. A pony? Well, something slow and awful. Volkswagen bus. Yeah, Volkswagen bus. Slow. Yeah, but they're cool. So I don't. Like I, this I mean, Barry, I don't. I don't like people that can't accelerate through a merge lane. That's what drives me bonkers. Well, that's because it's a merge lane, Dave, <laughs> and not an acceleration lane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, and I can't. Yes. I, I, like, You're I, a road I, rager, aren't you? Well, you no, like, you, no, I don't road rage. I just think logically, and I, I come up with it all the time. Every day I'm driving, especially with I'm driving a truck or something like that. And these people that get on the road, first there's this thing, and truckers out there will understand. There's this unwritten rule, apparently, that if you're merging on a merge lane, thank you, um, and a truck is in that right lane, that truck has to get out of your way. It's what, yeah. No, it if doesn't. It can. No, it doesn't. No, I'm in my lane. I don't slow or down. Truck I don't speed. Yeah. No, nobody does. But for some reason, you watch cars. Believe me, you're driving a truck 85 feet long, rolling down the road. Somebody goes to merge onto the road. And they sit there beside you with their signal on, like, it's my responsibility as a trucker to get out of your way and make your life a better day. Yeah. That law does not exist. There is nothing about that. I'm not going to slow down for you or speed up for you, because if I do something to make it easier for you to get on the road and you still manage to hit me, it's my fault. Yeah, you just got to keep your pattern, like, down the straight and narrow, and if they hit you, they hit you. And they have to realize that it's now called an acceleration lane. Accelerate, uh. then merge. <laughs> it says merge I on know. the lane. You would, they're not naming We've the lane. We've been over this. The process. Yeah. Oh, it drives me bananas. What do you got? What do you got on the shelf today? I got a funny recall. Oh, funny recall. Do you want to do the recalls? Recalls. Let's do some recalls. recalls. This is a funny... Recalls. I can't... I don't even know how this recall... This recall... Oh, yeah. Anyways. Okay. 570,000 vehicles are being called in North American Europe... Wow. ...to to fix separate problems that call fire... ...cause engine fires and doors to fly open unexpectedly. An engine fire and a door to fly open unexpectedly. <laughs> Three hundred and or no, five hundred and seventy thousand vehicles. 
That's like wow. a lot of bombs running down the road, isn't that's, it? That's, that that's are shooting people, shooting people out yeah. of their car. Why do they put the door opener somewhere near the engine? Like <laughs> that's like them setting up a I'm terrorist confused. attack. Like if somebody saw somebody's car on fire and them jumping out because they're actually getting thrown open because the door opened, yeah. they're gonna think it's like it's some, an IED. It's like <laughs> it's totally. That's a big. That's a big problem for Ford. Wow! Oh, wow! What kind of cars? It's a. It doesn't say the cars. Oh, here we go. SUVs escape. Oh, okay. The Escape got it. The Fiesta, mm-hmm. um, the the Transit, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, C Max Focus. So not just like a few of them. Yeah. yeah, a lot of their small series cars. Yeah, basically, if you're driving a Ford, you're driving an IED. <laughs> there's there's got to be some kind of government policy. You yeah, you would think there should be. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a troublesome con. Like that's two separate problems, right? Oh, yeah. But in the same like the in door the fails. Car. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, they're not. Con- that's a that's bad. Amazing. That's a lot of cars. I can do that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you wonder how the hell that happened. I can't explain it. That's a funny one. Those that's recalls so go nice. right. They probably have some kind of. I mean, I can tell you exactly what they was going on with the engine. Yeah. Or you can read it on the internet, and there's a failed lock in the door or whatever, right? But they're yeah. two separate TSDs. Two separate things, but, they but recalls. Kinda, you're putting but them out together. If they happen together, you're in trouble, <laughs> you're man. In trouble. At least it shoots you. Maybe that's a program. It that's shoots a, you I out of the car actually, while it's on fire. You know what? We bitch a lot about design <laughs> and car design. I think that's pretty good. Ford nailed If your it. engine catches on fire, the doors will kick you out of the car. <laughs> that makes a lot that of sense. That works real well. God bless Ford. And just at 120, it's not such a good idea. Well. You know, the speed is... is yeah, a little bit of yeah. issue. Might <laughs> get a little bit people. of road rash. Anyways, that's Ford well, for you. that's something else. I think, I mean, you look at that, and to me, that sounds so much worse than Volkswagen's cheating of the fuel thing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, billion dollar, trillion dollar cheating of the fuel Nobody's thing. finding them. Yeah. Not that I know of. Uh, Funny thing. What do, what do you, you got any recalls today? No, no recalls. I was uh, reading up briefly, but uh, about the uh, Audi. Yeah. Audi is still still having more problems with their diesel stuff. They're not out of the hot water yet. I don't think they, yeah. I you mean, know. it's going to be forever. It'll be like a but 20 I just, year. I can't. The world just amazes me sometimes. How did Volkswagen just take over as the number one car company as far as volume and stuff like that? They own Wait, a lot of oh, stuff. Maybe this makes sense because they had to recall. I bet you when they did the numbers, they didn't count how many cars they had to buy back just of how many cars. So they sold like another couple million cars just because they had to buy a couple million cars back. Maybe. So maybe that's how they took over. <laughs> they had over. to get the revenue. <laughs> Nobody paid attention to that one. That's pretty funny. Yeah, there's yeah. some interesting recalls these days. I mean, I just we, we do we have a section called recalls. Recalls. Um, yeah, just I mean, I guess they've always been there, right? Like, yeah, no car ever built didn't come with a little bit of I some guess. issues, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody so. knows. Name one. I'm, I mean, yeah. Honda's always been pretty good, but it had I some issues. Tons of recalls and yeah, they've. I mean, they've been one of the number one with recalls with all their brakes yeah. and self self accelerating cars and <laughs> you know all that. Jazz. As soon as they go, yeah, right, yeah. And with technology increasing, I think you know you're going to have these weird little problems <laughs> like cars yeah. catching on fire and shooting people <laughs> and out, shooting people out the doors. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, yep, yep. I didn't even know you could do that. I'm going to have to find the ejector button on my Ford. Yeah. Check. <laughs> That's a James Bond option, they call it. Nice, nice. I like it. So now, Ontario yeah. is some news. You want to do some news? Let's do some news. Let's do some news. The province of Ontario 
is going to essentially eliminate air care like what happened in BC. Right. I just I thought they were like that's a dense population. They're getting rid of air care. Huh. Isn't that bad or good? Like what do you think? You just kind of doesn't really I mean, care. I some of these things they made sense, some of them don't make sense. I know some of the legislation behind them. They started it was all great, you know, but then they've kind of the costs of fixing things just got too much. So you basically you're taxing somebody for using a car and it, it just, so I don't know. I haven't looked into it enough. Apparently I mean, I'm reading the thing <laughs> and they're just not testing it, but they're going to collect a fee. They're not going to test you anymore. They're just going to collect the fee instead. <laughs> See, it's, you know, it's so funny, man. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But way to, way to care about the environment. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about money. Yeah. Oh, that's all it is ever about is about money. I mean, you know, environment, I, I, you know, you could go on and on about the environment, but nobody knows. That's all I'm going to say. Nobody knows. I definitely think around here, cars are generally pretty good. Yeah, cars, cars are generally pretty good everywhere. And if you take the, I mean, yeah, there's like a billion cars being used worldwide right now. And that's just a ridiculous number. And obviously, uh, a thousand years ago, there wasn't a billion cars. So... There's obviously going to be a detriment to society as far as the environment and and, yeah, and yeah. whatnot, but there also is with manufacturing and all other stuff, and it doesn't get dealt with properly. Um, you know, you, these companies that you know, okay, your your emissions is too poor, so uh, okay, well we're just going to start manufacturing in Mexico now. Well, the environment the, the environment's still paying the price, and probably because it's somewhere in like China or or somewhere else. There's less restrictions, so they're actually polluting more. So there's there's no there's yeah. no balance, no. you know. It's, you got to take the totalitarian view on everything, and it's just like the Teslas and stuff. So like what do you that. think we should just make a cars out of hemp? And <laughs> no, man, I somebody posted on stupid Facebook. My friend Jordan, I was gonna lambast him on Facebook, but I didn't. About, what did he post uh, about clothes? that your clothes with nylon and spandex and polyester and this and that, and even in cotton, how there's plastic molecules inside of them that the fish eat. So anytime you eat a fish, you're eating 10,000 little pieces of plastic because of what was in your clothing. Like, oh, shut up. Just shut up. I don't care. I'm not going to stop wearing clothes because, you know, like my po- I I can't eat you anything, I can't wear anything, I can't do anything. Yeah. You know, don't if people and and in my life I see it all the time. People come to me and they point out a problem with something, whether it's something I'm doing or or whatever. And people point out a problem and say like, "No, I don't think that's going to do good. I don't think that's going to work." I think, you know, I think that having plastic in clothes is a problem. Good. Now tell me the solution. Don't just point out a problem. Well, there is a solution. Give you buy me the hemp, solution. Hemp clothes. Yeah, I'm down for hemp clothes, but you know, yeah, it's going to be soon. Government's going to be legalizing weed, and that should free up the farmers for for hemp. And Oof. you know, it's going to be a lot of passive people out there. Man, I was listening <laughs> to the the CBC, and uh, they had a story on there about with some guy who is the president of the landlord tenant relations something 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 so the law apparently 2018 is that you can grow up to four medical marijuana plants in your home and he wants that to be put in your tenancy agreement 
right? So a landlord can refuse that, no, you can't grow weed inside of your apartment. Yeah. Okay, so that then I can't sense. grow tomatoes? Inside your apartment. Yeah, I can't, no, well, I I can't g- grow, I can't have my aloe vera plant or a cactus. Yeah, interior, yeah. No, you I can't do that. No, you Just, can't. You yeah. know, and he, they were citing examples of like some guy that had a business that was had like 6,000 plants and how there was a power problem and... Yeah, well, that's with 6,000 plants, man. <laughs> you like, pull a lot just, of voltage out of that know, thing, It's man. not apples and apples, yeah. not apples and, and rhinoceros. I think it's so it's funny, it's though, in Canada to, like, legalize weed in Canada. We're already known as, like, the biggest pushovers, like, super, like, you know, nice, you know, everybody loves Canadians, yeah. easygoing, and now we're legalizing pot. So they're even making us even nicer. Like Canada's just going to be, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever, man. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's all whatever. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that's all I was thinking when for. I was listening to that story. It was like, yeah, great. Your landlord knocks on your door and tells you don't grow pot. Well, I'll give him a joint and, you know, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> no, it was just a stupid, stupid story. Another, you know, Barry's pet peeves. Yeah, unless it's changing world out there, Bear. Cars. It is a changing laws. world. Speak of a changing world, I don't know where this uh, fits in. But, um, you know, minivans. Yeah. They're gone. <laughs> There's no more minivans. There is. I, I don't. SUVs have taken over, Bear. I, it's amazing, though. Like, they're still, I mean, they still make them. Caravans, they still make them. Well, there are some. My buddy's a good friend of mine, and, and he's like best friends with uh, my Ford guy. Yeah. So I basically got through my buddy, right? And he's, you know, always gets an awesome deal and stuff like that. He posts on Facebook a, a, a picture of a Dodge Journey saying, you know, yeah, his, new, his new loser cruiser. You know, I mean, he knows it's a loser cruiser, right? But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and I, I said, Dodge? Yeah, there's no Ford. Ford doesn't make a minivan anymore. Wow. So we took a quick look, and there are some companies that make vans that are more cargo vans, like Chevrolet, They're not Ford. Ford has the Transit. Chevrolet has the City Express. Um, Mercedes has the Metris. Uh, Ram, Dodge has the ProMaster City. And there's a whole bunch of them that they are basically cargo vans. but They're not a minivan. There's not many available. You know, there's really not many available. The minivan market has no, There's the uh, Dodge Caravan, the Nissan Quest, Kia Sedona, uh, Chrysler Pacifica, Toyota Sienna, Honda Odyssey, and that is pretty much all the minivans available out there now. Now, everything's crossover now, you know, but no minivans. Yeah, I guess that market is just not, it's not there like it used to be, right? No, think of how huge it was. Every company was making like four different minivans. Now, nothing, they're gone. I was really surprised. And I I was proud of myself for not knowing this, that I have a complete lack of interest in the minivan world. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, there's nothing. The Flex is kind of a minivan. It's not, it's crossover. It's it's actually an SUV. But I I would rather drive a Flex than a minivan. Is it seven row seating? I think so. Yeah. yeah, seven row. Yeah. Well, I mean, he looked around and there no, was I'm, nothing that. I'm not saying the Flex is a minivan, but I'm saying it's like a, it's not as big as a minivan oh, it's was. Big. 
It's the bigger. Flex? Yeah, the Flex is a big vehicle. Yeah, it's a cool looking vehicle. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's old school hot rod style. You know, I like yeah. it. Slammed and st- it looks yeah. Yeah. All wheel drive. Yeah, and the little the little you know billet lines they put in it and stuff. It's, it's only forty five grand starting. Yeah. yeah. Well, starting. No, no, 20, 30 grand starting. Huh? There you go. It's not too bad. But still, it's not a minivan, you know? No, it's definitely And it's not. a big vehicle. It's it's a very big vehicle. In my well, they're even saying SUVs are, like, the crossover, or the, not the crossover, but the smaller, what do they call them? Um, but but even 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 in the the flex sub. is a little bit different, but the most of the crossovers, yeah, they put the third row seating in. Yeah. But you have to be an eight-year-old to get into that <laughs> it's back not a seat. Third-row man, it's woman, no grown-up yeah. person. It's not a minivan. A minivan you could get up and walk around. You know what I yeah. mean? Basically, these no, the crossovers are not and even. They don't close. have the trunk space. The minivans have like a pretty decent, yeah. like you know. But the, the biggest, like, what do you think is the biggest growing market right now in Canada as far as cars? Go? As far as cars, yeah. That's a tough one because cars, electric, SUVs, electric is going to be cars, SUVs, you know, trucks part of there. Uh, well, SUVs. Yeah, the subcompact SUV though. The smaller yeah, yeah. SUVs. That's, where they're new. Yeah. Right. They're new. And everybody's about gas mileage and, and all that stuff. Like the Mazda CX-3 style. The Honda yeah. has an HRV now instead yeah. of a CRV. It's even smaller. Yeah. Your RVR. Yeah, an RVR. Smaller. Yeah. The Trax is a smaller SUV. Yep. Chevy. I mean, everybody. Yeah, it's kind of a trend now. Yeah, yeah, I guess that well, makes sense. Put big tilly racks on the roof. You got the cargo, you got your cargo space. And go. It is. I mean, I still. I mean, I'm, you're talking to a guy who loves Suburbans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't beat that. But fuel is a big deal here, man. No, fuel is a big deal. I mean, you know, even I was thinking the other day, what vehicle would I like? I'm looking around at getting something new, and I'm like, ah, I'd like like a cool, a cool SUV slash pickup sort of thing, with like a little four cylinder diesel in it, and. You know, away you go. We're starting to come around to get that kind of thing going, but it'll be here. Yeah, soon enough. I hope so. Soon enough. Hope so. So I got a, I got a few uh, little car facts that I found. Car facts. Car facts. Facts about cars. There's little cool car facts that I'll, uh, I'll go through here with you. You can, uh, you can tell me what you think about this one, um, <laughs> Mister Rogers. Yes. Mr. Rogers rumored had it that he had his car stolen. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what it was, but it, uh, it might just be some sort of an urban legend. He steals but, Mr. Uh, Rogers' car. Well, apparently the thieves uh, returned the vehicle with a message saying, "Sorry, we didn't know it was yours." Well, that makes sense. Right? He feels so bad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awful. But I mean, car thief, car thievery is brutal. <laughs> Have you seen the Dave Chappelle thing? I don't know. Oh, I've seen a lot of Del- the, the, Dave Chappelle's his things. His new stand-up stuff. Yeah. Oh, just talking about Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, great. Have you ever? Yeah, oh, yeah. I won't wreck it for you. Yeah, well, I'll look for it. It's pretty fun. There you go, speaking everyone. Speaking of Mr. Rogers, speak just of, speak kids of Mr. Rogers. and adult entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think a car could ever drive upside down? Like if we were in, if we had a tunnel, you know? Do yeah, you they've think done you it. Drive I've upside seen it. Down? Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. So the, the, the amount of downforce that's generated on like an F1 car is just obscene. Like they thousands upon thousands of pounds. Now you know that loop de loop. Yeah, Hot yeah. Wheels. They have. I've seen. They do them. Hot Wheels has done that loop de loop. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, I've seen that done. But yeah. that's centrifugal force. Yeah, that's just right. I'm just talking about going into a tunnel, driving straight and driving upside Oof. down. The amount of downforce that some of these cars are generating, uh, it's it's got to be greater or equal than its own weight. Clearly, yeah. right. Yeah. And these things are generating thousands of pounds of downforce and only weighing a thousand pounds yeah. or so. 
Do you know what I mean? So you can actually drive a car upside down if you were so inclined. That would be really cool. You'd need enough one. Would car. you drive it? Would you? I'd try it. Yeah. yeah. If they had like a spot that you could do it. They're like I mean, Barry, here's the keys. Yeah. You just. <laughs> there was a no company. Way. I think it was. Uh, I have to see you do it first. There's like an exotic company. I think they were called Striker, if I'm not mistaken. And they were trying to work out to plan to do it because they generated their exotic car. They said they generated so much downforce that it could easily drive upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. But did they do it? They did it? I have no idea. I never actually if saw did. if they did. I'm going to have to do a little research and see if they did it because that'd just be a cool video to see. I mean, oh. it's Batman, right? You're Batman. Yeah. You know, Bat- Batmobile can do it, right? Yeah. So, and the striker kind of looks like the Batmobile. It's kind of an ugly car, actually. but Defying gravity. That'd be pretty awesome. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, what else we got here? Legends on Cuba. But you know, they had the trade trade embargo since the 60s. Yep. Right? And so they had no new cars rolling in there. And uh, so the Cuban government cracked down on the purchase of cars. And it was only the ones that were already on the island at the time of the embargo could be traded or sold. Anybody else who wanted to buy a car had to get special permission from Fidel in order to do it. Huh. But uh, in about uh, 2014, the government lifted the sanctions, allowing people to freely buy cars as they wanted. With the states. I mean, they could buy cars from Japan, couldn't they? Well, yeah. Russia. Well, no, there was, I mean, they, that was the whole thing. Fidel said, no, you can't buy cars. You know, and there Not was nobody. Russia? There was nobody bringing stuff in. Um, uh, manufacturers, Francis, Francis Peugeot. Yeah. Um, you could buy a Peugeot and stuff yeah. like that. Have you I've driven in a Peugeot? But Have you been in a Peugeot? what they did was they made the markups of these of these vehicle to the point where a new car, like a Peugeot, would be somewhere between ninety and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And being that the average Cuban owns earns about two hundred and fifty bucks a year, nobody's going to be able to do that. Nobody's driving a Peugeot. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. But, you know, have you ever watched, like, Cuban Chrome or watch what they do down there? Because they can't get parts either. So they've got all these pre-60s cars, yeah, which is super well, cool. And they don't, just, they don't rust there, right? Like, they have a really good climate for that. Well, they do have a good climate, but it's very salty air because yeah. they're surrounded by water. And they make all their own parts. No, that's really cool. And they you go and you look, you'll look at, like, a... Like a beautiful '55 Chev, and it will have the chassis off of a truck and the engine out of a golf cart, and just and they make just it, make, make it, it work. work. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. You could do that back in the day. Yeah, no doubt. So, most expensive cars. Yep. What do you think the most expensive car is ever? Something old. It's a Bugatti Royale. I, I think was Bugatti. the most most expensive car ever sold. It was like. Fifty-five million dollars or something stupid like that. Does that mean like even that's like considering like movie star like James Dean's car or you know movie star cars like that's in that category? Yeah, that's all of everything. Every ever the most expensive car. Yeah, wow. a Bugatti. Yeah, that was the one that sold at auction. Like if somebody was showing uh, Hitler's car, his Mercedes. That yeah, yeah. The six wheel was like six million. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And this Bugatti was, I think it was $45 million $45 for this million. Bugatti, yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty insane. But they've got some other uh, Lamborghini, Lamborghini uh, Venino. Venio, Venino. It's Italian for venom. Ve- venom. I'm speaking Italian now, huh? It's unbelievable. The venom. 
It's, uh, you know, some 740 horsepower crazy car does 220 <laughs> miles an hour. That's 740 zero to Zero to 060 mile an hour in 2.9 seconds. And uh, $4.5 million price tag. Yeah, I mean, you could drive any... Like, two seconds, you're up, yeah. to, up to speed. It's amazing, eh? I just, I just couldn't imagine. No. See, I, to me, I, don't, I disagree with supercars. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not, like, saying that people shouldn't be able to buy them and all that stuff, but it's just, like, to me, they're useless out here. Unless wow. you're at a track, you'll never get to, like, rip it. Like, you'll never be able to use that car. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, like you said, you're keeping up to that car today on your F-150. <laughs> well, I just drive you know? with my cruise on. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, you'll never, ever, most people will never, ever even get to, like, take that car to you any You won't even get limits. it out of first gear. Yeah. You know? Waste to me. It's a waste. Well, it's not. It's not always about the the the, the speed. I know. I get the it. Style. I get it. It's, it's an awesome. Which is like a show off move. Well, when you take it to the track, you do track days. But do you think these people take it to the track? Well, it's not the nineteen-year-olds that are buying them down in uh, in Vancouver, but yeah, a lot of guys that buy these Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff. Absolutely, they take them to the track. To the point that all these companies actually make track editions of all their cars. Because they know these people are buying like a Ferrari 430 F1. Guys are buying it and they're doing a whole bunch of work on it just to make it so that they can drive it on the street and then take it up to the track. So then Ferrari brings out the 430 F1 Scuderia. You know, Scuderia. Scuderia. It's all lightweight and they know, take all the carpet and all that stuff. If you're stuff buying a Ferrari, it. you're going to buy a Ferrari called the Scuderia. I, the Scuderia. I would, yes, because I've driven them. I, it's my favorite track car ever. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's so awesome. There goes Barry uh, and his The Lamborghini have their Super Leggera versions. I hope I get you to know? say that one day. What? There goes Barry and his Scuderia. I, this, you call it a Scud for short. Okay. So yeah. I'll say there goes Barry and his Scud. Yeah, there one, you go. One day. One day. I hope so. I could be so lucky. Yep. Yep. So, you know, game shows. Yeah. Lots of lots of cars that are given away and stuff like that on game shows. But uh, in never the States, like in the States, you still have to pay taxes on it. So they give you with a bill. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> like Oprah Winfrey in 2004, she gave uh, Pontiac G6s worth $28,500 each. She, everybody in the studio that day, 276 people, got a free Pontiac G6. They were giving away. They, they were, were really... giving them the cars, which came up with a tax bill of about six grand each. So they went to the Oprah show, probably paid 100 bucks for a ticket, got a car, but left with a $6,000 bill. New car, and not I, a bad and deal. I think if I remember correctly, the uh, that Oprah ended up covering the uh, tax bill for people. I mean, she's, she's better. You better. You better, Oprah. You know? Yeah, but that was a good, good marketing sure move for her. You know, that's it's uh, a lot of cars. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like GM was probably like, "Thank God, what are we going to do with these cars?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. She must have got a discounted rate when you buy that many. Yeah, yeah, I yeah probably. I'm sure she got one hell of a deal, right? I think. Uh, I think I read somewhere that it was actually um, it was a marketing ploy by uh, by Pontiac, and it actually the ca- cost of the cars actually came out of their marketing budget, so it wasn't Oprah that actually paid for them. Makes sense, you know. Well, I mean that's still quite a. I mean, I imagine their advertising budgets are pretty big. They all do like Super Bowl commercials for millions and millions of dollars. So, 
Yeah. You know, what's spend a million dollars, give 276 people a free car? Put some smiles on that, some faces. That's pretty damn good marketing, I'd say. With a $6,000 tax bill. Well, she paid it too, I think, so <laughs> it's all good. So how about uh, Lamborghini? We were just talking about Lamborghini a second ago. Do you know where uh, Lamborghini started? Like how that company even got started? Well, Italy, right? Yeah. To race? Yeah. No, nope. Not to race. Not to race? No. So the company actually started. So... Uh, Fericio Lamborghini. Yeah, that makes sense. Fricio. So uh, during World War II, he was a mechanic in the uh, in the Italy's Royal Air Force. So after the war, um, he had all this military equipment lying about, so he started converting it into farming equipment. So he started building farm tractors, and he made a ton of money doing that. He got rich off of it. Making, he, making tractors. Got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, but he loved sports cars. I wonder if his tractors ripped. No, <laughs> like they were just farm tractors. Handled good. I, I always like, did think about that. Yeah. Like, were they like a, you know? No, no. He just loved sports cars, yeah, but he yeah. made a good tractor. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he had Maseratis, Austin Martins, Ferraris. You know, he had a whole bunch of stuff, and he loved his Ferraris. But he noticed so he that must they, have been good making some good tractors and selling a lot of them that he could afford those cars. Oh, he got rich off of making farm tractors. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a, you go to Italy, like it's like Massey Ferguson. You know what I mean? International Harvester. It's John wow. Deere. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was a big, big tractor company. Um, so he, he, he was looking at his Ferraris, and he found that the clutches was where the problem was, and they were the same clutches that he used to uh, put in his tractors, right? So he went to Enzo Ferrari himself. This was back in the day, of course. And Enzo dismissed him out of hand. You're he a, just built, you built tractors. farm tractors. Leave me alone. So Lamborghini, Automobili Lamborghini, was formed in 63, right after Enzo told him to take off. And, uh, and he began producing part, cars by about the mid-60s. Huh. Uh, and the only reason that he did it was because Enzo dismissed him as just being a farm tractor. So, you know. So what engine did he was, use, like, originally? Did oh, he use, like, the, a farm engine? Making, or? No, no, no. He built, like, v He built his own engine. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know, he built everything. He, you know, he, it's Lamborghini. That's how it started. That's you really know? cool. Yeah. It's, uh, um, unbelievable. Um, apparently, uh, all the cars were named after bulls, and that's why the emblem is the bull, yeah. because Fericho is a big fan of bullfighting. So, yeah. Yeah. Business slowed down in the 70s a bit, and he sold the company. Now, of course, it's owned by... Farfanugan. VW. VW. Yeah. Crazy. They own Bugatti, too, don't they? Yeah, they own Bugatti, too. Yeah, they own a lot of companies. Yeah. Wow. The, um, the Cozy Coupe. Cozy Coupe? Do you know what the Cozy Coupe is? Nope. Sounds cozy, though. A little red and yellow uh, plastic little trike thing. Nope. Made by Little Tykes. Cozy Coupe. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, the, well, they, I mean, they just... Kind of in between our generation, I'm going to say a little bit, right? You know, people <laughs> under 40 should probably know them. Uh, it was kind of looked like a cross between a little Volkswagen Beetles and Flint, Fred, Fred Flintstone's car. I yeah, know, I, I remember, I've seen them. The little little tykes. Cozy, cozy Coupe. Cozy Coupe. Yeah. And for many years, it was actually the best-selling car in America. Um, sold better than the F-Series pickups from Ford and the Honda Accord and everything. In 2008 alone... And that oh, was, yeah, yeah. That I was, had one of those. Yeah, exactly. My you had one. Had, yeah, I never called it a cozy. It. I didn't even know It was name called it. the Cozy Coupe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so. Fred Flintstone, that thing. A year before the Cozy They've, Coupe's 30th anniversary, 
How many do you think they sold a year? Ooh, probably a lot. Everybody has one. Four hundred and fifty-seven thousand cozy coops were sold each year. Out the door. It's just amazing. They eh? probably came with a better warranty. Oh yeah, it's so fantastic. <laughs> they're so they, my kids loved them, man. They had a little yeah, casting. They were cozy. Yeah, up. I've yeah. never had one myself, but uh, no, I don't think you would. Do you know what they? No, I was too old for that. I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't yeah. make them when I was a kid, so no. that's why I never had them. You had wheelbarrows. But I've got nephews and nieces and everything. <laughs> they've, they've got them, and they, you know, they all had them. I guess there'll never be some collector's market for those things if they're making that, that many a year. No. So people, if you're holding on to your cozy coop, just throw it out. There might be, because, you know, Take people, it to the dump. people destroy those things. Oh, yeah. They, they have a good one and good uh, Not with making millions of them, millions and millions of them. Yeah, who knows? Collector's market for cozy coops. So in the news lately, we've heard a lot about like the Teslas and the self-driving cars and stuff like that. Um, You know, Google's kind of been on the uh, on the forefront of making these so-called night riders. Um, The Google project there, um, they've logged over three hundred thousand miles on active roads, and there was only two incidents through those three hundred thousand miles. One where the car was actually being manually controlled by a human. And another one where they got hit by another car, right? So that's that's pretty astonishing. Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure you could. I mean, I'm sure some people drive that many kilometers and get hit at least two accidents, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and that's doesn't mean I trust it though. I mean, and neither of them were the fault of the car. I get so it. that that's I I know I'd have a hard time trusting the car. I just never want to trust it. Like, and I like driving. I but boy, oh boy, it would be nice to be able to just let the car take over and turn your chair around and have a nap. You know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of cool. I like driving, right? but I don't like driving in the city. Like, I, oh, I, I hate would, driving. I would, if I was and like this rich Google and famous, car is running around cities like Vancouver and L.A. And yeah. They're actually 300,000 miles of driving without having an accident the, to the car's fault. I wonder if the car ever gets annoyed with traffic. <laughs> that's that's the that's the age of horns, the matrix buddy that's the age of the matrix your horns honking at him you're like what are you doing the car's getting all mad <laughs> yeah you never know i'm sure <laughs> i don't think it'd be possible but i was watching a show they were there were a guy was doing this program where the driverless car thing is great the way they're doing it and it's all controlled just by the car but he wants it to be like regulated that every car have a device installed in it that's like a bluetooth slash wi-fi sort of thing that actually transmits. So every car around knows what every other car is doing, you know, would know if they've got problems or yeah, where yeah. they are. And they're what, talking. You know, it's a community, they're t- a car community. Yeah, they'll, they'll know what the route. Okay, well, this guy in front of me is making a right turn in a minute, so I'm going to slow down and move over to the left lane. Like, like they essentially do with trains. Yeah, they pretty much. Yeah. Where they're going. Yeah. They're on track. Yeah. So. No, but I'm not That's on a tracks. lot of technology. Yeah, I think they're gonna have the, like everybody talks about AIs and all this stuff and how they're gonna. I think that we are beginning to become the AIs. I think we're gonna get a chip in us, Barry. Uh, I, yeah, I'm down. And for they'll the be chip. able to you down. I'm down for the. You'd chip. be like take over my body. Well, but that's never. I, I don't. That we're so far away from that. Eat the blue. I pill. think that at birth you should be chipped. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Really? I do. The only people like the the any argument I've heard against that. It's just stupidity. The only argument you've heard against that is stupidity. Come on. It's people. Oh, I don't. I don't want people. I don't want to be tracked. I don't want the government to know what I'm doing. I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, what if I ever want to rob somebody? You know, they're going to be able to catch me right away. It's always a stupid argument. I, I have yet. Those to are hear... stupid arguments, definitely. But that's not like any of the arguments that I would make. Okay. Why do you not want to be chipped? 
Because I didn't want the government to have control of my body. They don't have control of your body. Well, they can they check heart rate. Like I'm talking about, yeah. Okay, even if they can check heart rate, fine. I don't know. Okay, that comes down to medicals. I think that they our would medical know, system, Barry, if you are aroused. It's it's not a be bit a of a privacy of what thing. The chips, like they'd know if you're sweating, Barry. That. They're not going to know. Oh, well, they of would that. know. Your heart rate would go up, and they'd know that you were like. They that that's not the chips aren't wired so to what are you the chips, for biometrics. What are they going to be wired to you for? The chip is your. The chip is inserted. It's like a. Tri- this is you. You're this human. This is your serial number. At no point you're this is it. This tattoo is tattoo me. This is information inside of you. We know your medical history is stored on it or access to your medical history through it, you know, for Handheld device, Barry. I'd rather have a handheld device. Yeah, what if you have a brutal accident, you fall out of an airplane, and you manage to just barely be alive, and you're naked <laughs> sitting on the I'm side of the road? I'm taking that chance. You know, what, what about when it comes down flying. to voting? What do you mean? When it comes down to voting, you just walk into the booth and you're scanned as you walk in. Nobody you're else scanned. can vote. You just said you're scanned. That's yeah. a scary system. Yeah. See, I like it. You want to be scanned? Yeah. I, there's a guy down in uh, the guy down in Arizona that does it, and he set his whole life up with this chip. He gave himself the chip in his wrist, yeah, and uh, his forearm or something like that. They can and, zap uh, you when they want to. He walks up to his house, and the door just unlocks right away. You know, but you everything. get that with a key fob or your cell phone. But then you need the key fob or the cell phone. But you don't want to have a phone with you? I, if I could get away without having a phone, if that, if my screen of my phone could be projected into my eyeball somehow, yeah, I never have to carry my phone around. I got everything with me right now. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder if that and do you have your possible. medical history in your phone, Dave? Totally. You do? Yeah. Show me. Written. Show me. It's in there. No, it's not. It's in there. It's a good, good one. It's somewhere in there. It's somewhere in there. I'm sure. It's I, not in there. Yeah, it is. It's in the files yeah. at the hospital. Yeah, yeah and your phone it knows when you're going to be being aroused from the porn you're watching, too, right? So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they could Google, like, oh, that guy's getting his heart rate's going, man. You know, like, they could tell. So what's wrong with, okay, so a government office somewhere. They could somewhere, zap you. What's, yeah, they're going to, no, no, it's not your turn. Turn your thing off and on? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, man, I think the chip Jesus is a good be idea. I like that the, kind of technology. The cars talking with everybody, and I think it's all. You sound like a good. Borg. You remember Borgs? Yeah, yeah. In Star Trek. Yeah, the Borgs are cool, man. You want to be a Borg? No. They had no, they. Well, you, you got the same haircut as a Borg. Resistance is futile. futile. You will be assimilated. You could never. Oh man, bear. <laughs> wow. I, you know what? This guy chipped his thing. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> You'd never have to bring a wallet or a anything with you when you go to the store. You just you're scanning your wrist, you know, and and I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I do, I do absolutely. Bank think it's accounts fantastic. counted. Well, they have those things where it's like a projection on your wrist of your cell phone, and your yeah, they have like watches yeah. that do the projector on no, your wrist. Man, and stuff. No, man, no, no. Technology I mean, is too crazy. Teased. You know, so I what don't think we, it works Barry, that well. we have no show if cars are self-propelled. It's like, who's going to be like, want to talk about, hey, man, I bought this new car. It does 50. Yeah, mine does 52. <laughs> oh, man. It just drives us right to the place we need to go. Like, we'll have nothing to yeah, talk about. You don't think they're all going to have recalls? <laughs> you don't think there's going to be mass carnage Dude, from my people car hacking was like their freaking car? freaking out the other day, man. It was like... Exactly. Taking it back in. Well, I, think, I think we've it's gonna got to It's going to be a boring show at that. I think... <laughs> no, man, look at all the talking we do about oh, Teslas man. and stuff like that now. Right? The Google they I won't think even it's fantastic. Be an, it'll be like... It will be like a, just a... There won't even be anything to talk about. No, I don't. Well, it'll be all the same color. 
No, no, no. My car drove me really good today. <laughs> it was like, oh, like that's that's another show, Dave. <laughs> that's another show altogether. Wow. Anyways, I, I mean, I think car. it'd be kind of cool. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get that. Like, honestly, I get. I'm trying to get on board. Like, I could see if you had a couple of like the only time they would benefit me, right? If the car drove me home when I was drunk, that yeah, like yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. that's the only benefit, right? Well, Dave, you shouldn't be drinking. But that would make more people drink if you could. If you knew, like, that's oh, half totally. the thing. Is like, I don't want to go to my buddy's. Gonna drink. I'm not I have going, two yeah. beer. I got to drive home. I can't do that's that. Right. And I got to be home at certain. So yeah, here's so, a, here's a question though. So say you have a self-driving car. It's promoting alcoholism, self-driving car. So if I'm a passenger, I can be as drunk as a skunk as a passenger in a car or yeah. in the back seat. Yeah, but if, my, if I'm yeah. sitting in the driver's seat, but I have a driverless car, do I? Do, what happens when I get into a ride program? First, we hope, obviously, the system's going to be smart Did enough I, to roll down and stop. It's yeah. going to be like Night Rider. You you pull up, and the car's going to roll down the window and say, good afternoon, sir. Yeah, there's Barry drooling yeah. in the front seat. I am, I am Night Rider 2000. <laughs> I am driving the car now. Yes, they are intoxicated, sir, yes. but I will get them home. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? So that's going to be kind of interesting. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I wonder if anybody's, I mean, Tesla's got the self-driving cars, and I wonder if anybody's ever tried to pull that one alcoholism. Off, yeah. Well, could be. It yeah. could be. That's amazing. And then people would just, it would get like, yeah, you wouldn't want to go and drive anymore because be, what's the point? Yeah. It'd be kind of cool for my next little little uh, thing was what's about it? carjacking. Oh. Imagine okay. getting carjacked in a in a car that drives itself. That yeah. would solve. Well, you, no, hurry, well, hurry. Gonna, we got to go. Yeah. The cops are coming. <laughs> they're going to, they're gonna like, you know, go to car, go to carjack you and they're going to have to ask you, okay, I'm carjacking you. Where are you going right now? Where is your car taking you? Oh, I don't need to go there, so I'm not carjacking you. Wrong car. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so no more carjacks. One. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Out oh, the world. I mean, carjacking's pretty crazy. Um, and South Africa, South Africa, that's got crazy carjacking. It's about eighteen times as much. Yeah, yeah, I would want to put some just hidden GPS in my car. So in um, in South Africa, police they made a bunch of special units to uh, deal with the crime. And a lot of times it ends up with shootouts. So several devices have been invented to allow motorists to defend their cars. The most notorious, which was the blaster. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. In the 1998, the blaster, it was actually a gas flamethrower that was attached <laughs> to your car, you. which would just ignite anyone who came within a few feet of your car. Don't touch the car. You know, it probably won't kill someone. But it probably will permanently blind them, is what Charles Fourier, the inventor, said. And there, it was actually perfectly legal. It only yeah. lasted for a few years, and uh, its price was really expensive, so nobody really bought it. And I'm sure that's not the only reason. But apparently, people did learn a lesson the hard way and got that's blasted. The last time with they the jacked blaster. a car once they get burnt. Yeah, could you imagine? Barbecued. That's just crazy. I don't. Do cars get jacked that much anymore. Like, I, I hear there's, I mean, you always hear about it on the news down do in you? the States and stuff like that. Yeah. But is that like the person left the key in the car and they jacked it? Like, do you ever well, like. That's get car a... theft. Carjacking is when you rip somebody out of the car. Oh, yeah. But nowadays people know because carjacking is pretty much common. You know, I mean, it's a thing. Is it? And if you get carjacked, Has anybody you've ever got been carjacked insurance. In oh, Canada? God. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> like, I, absolutely. I've never. I've carjacked that. six people. So, really? Wow. No. no. <laughs> I've wanted to carjack a few people because they <laughs> have be nice pretty, cars, but 
just please, can you get out of your car? Yeah. Like, I don't know how please. a car... Just you got to be out. all like, get out of my head, I'm robbing a bank. Yeah. That's kind of car guy? Yeah. Sure, I guess. Something huh? like that. I mean, you know, people need cars, right? And people are idiots, and we know that, so... Yeah. But nowadays, what you people know if you're getting carjacked, first of all, lock your doors while you're driving because you you know they open the door of your car, they open the door of your car. If they can't, they can't. I guess that's why. And most cars, cars now have auto locks exactly. too, right? And that's Just probably one of the reasons. Yeah, yeah, huh. absolutely. And they, people know too if they do get carjacked, they've got insurance. They don't have to worry about it. I got carjacked. I'm gonna get a new car. Go ahead, take my damn car. Jack my car. You know, absolutely. I've seen some people have said that when you Jack. get out of the was car. Jack the first person that got car Probably jacked? Jack was the first. Do you think guy. that's what it was? Yeah, I think it was. And then it just yeah. went with Jack. Everybody was, got jacked after that. Yeah, most likely, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's most likely. My car got stolen. The guy ripped me out of the car. What was his name? Jack. Well, you got carjacked. Yeah. You've been jacked. Yeah, yeah. It's like you've been Rickrolled. <laughs> good, good thing the first guy to steal a car wasn't something like Rickroll. Yeah, <laughs> you got Rickrolled again. I got Rickrolled again. Oh man, couldn't it just? I been could think jacked? of a lot of other names that are worse than Jack, and Jack's not the best one. Yeah, could be like Carl. Like Carl. I, yeah, Carl. Yeah, got Carl. Wow. Car Carl. No, Car Carl. That doesn't work. But just somebody has. I got Car Fredded. Jacked and Carl. Yeah, Jack and Carl. That's a bad night. That's a bad night. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that guy just happened. Yeah. Poor guy. So in the car world, do you think after the there's any consequences after 9-11? In the, yeah. What? Um, well, stock markets, right? Car. Car consequences. I'm talking car, Like if cars car got smushed? I'm sure cars got... After 9-11. After. After 9-11. We didn't... Uh, no. Don't know. Maybe we didn't import cars to Iran. A bunch less people flying. Oh, so car sales people went up. Taking, people taking car trips. No, not necessarily car sales went up. They might have. But they didn't um, fly as much. I don't know. But uh, the, 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 the risk of dying on a flight in the United States was 1 in 45 million. So in other words, you could fly every day for 123 years until you actually died in a crash. Right. I mean, of course, you die of old age, but you know that's that's what the statistic is. I I'm not a big flyer. I don't. I don't. I don't feel comfortable in a plane. Well, no, driving is is far more deadly. Your chance of being killed in a car accident in a given year is one in seven thousand, compared to one in forty five million. So flying is more than six thousand times safer. But a stat is a stat. Like it well, that's statistics. I know, yeah. but like, and after nine eleven. That that uh, stat changed, and it resulted in an, an extra fifteen hundred and ninety-five traffic fatalities, huh. which is about half the death toll of the original attack. And that uh -huh. was because people didn't fly in droves. So instead, fifteen hundred and ninety-five people died well, they because they because they drove instead of flying. I wonder if the terrorists know this. Like they'd be like, "Yeah, we got more than we thought." Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's awful. That is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a couple of terrorists sitting around the table playing cards. And hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> I think we did better than we thought we did. <laughs> That's so bad. That's just awful. Yeah, we didn't. We say take that, that. bad. Yeah. yeah, edit. <laughs> <laughs> delete, 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 delete. But uh, I mean, yeah. So fly, don't drive. Yeah, so that, I don't like flying though. I don't like being in that close of space with other people. To be honest with you, no, no. You know my thing about flying, man. I I get sick. Yeah, I I really don't get sick, ever. But when I get off a plane within a week, is I it get that a cold. fake air though? 
It's probably a combination of the fake air. I want to get like a gas mask and just drive with like a gas mask. Fly with a gas with mask on. <sighs> yeah, I don't think that would go over too well Barely. with security. But why do you have a gas mask, sir? Because I don't want to get a cold. You don't? No. I get it. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always think it's like, because it, like Asians wear masks. Yeah, maybe they're the smart ones. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. is there got to be a reason they're doing it? That was that whole bird flu thing, right? Is anybody actually? Everybody's wearing crap mask? for bird flu. But do they actually? They should take a. They should have a poll. Like, do they actually get less sick? They're less receptive to get sick if they wear a mask. Because they don't really look like they're protecting me all that much. Those masks, like they're not like suction to the person's face. Like some no, stuff and they're not in. like HEPA filter and no, they're just a cloth. blocking and yeah. You're just smelling your own, breathing your own. Oxygen. Yeah, pretty just, much. And that's better for you. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. Maybe. I know washing washing your hands makes a difference. Yeah. But I don't know about yeah. gas masks yeah. or those little masks that they wear. I you know I. Some, I always like, you know, the vent, the air thing. Yeah. Do you use it on? Do you use it off? Do you have it blow in front of you? Do you have it blow on you? Do you, you I know, get cold. high, I low? I don't like it venting I, on me anywhere. Yeah. No, I get cold in the plane. Yeah, well, you're like a girl, so, you know. My feet get cold. Like, I can't wear sandals on a plane. No? I get cold on oh, a plane. Oh, weird. Wow. Bad blood flow, maybe. Yeah. I bring a blankie. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm a girl, totally. and you're a baby. Yeah, you oh, absolutely, man. I bang a blankie. Blankie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always try and get emergency exit seats. If I can't get a bump up to business class or something like that, right? Then I'm going to take an emergency seat. And the emergency seat, the door is there. Yeah. And there's, it's colder than the rest of the tin can, you know. So I bring that blankie, so I could just, even if I just put it over my legs or something like that, that blocks that coldness coming in from. Or I can scrunch it up and put it in a ball and sleep on it like a pillow. Or I saw this thing know. on Facebook that now they're having these sweatshirts, right? The hoodie sweatshirts. Oh, Jesus that has the cozy air thing. You oh. blow it up and you can sleep. Yeah. That's a good thing on a plane. No, it's stupid. Really? Just bring a goddamn pillow. You're seriously going to go out and buy a hoodie yeah, to use I, every I day a- with this crappy little thing that you got to <laughs> blow into. Just bring a damn pillow on the airplane. Uh, the neck things, man. They saved my buddy. Oh, we were flying to Hawaii. Yeah. And he almost died. Mm. Almost died, Barry. Nice. He, is it? Nice. It yeah. was weird. I've but never almost seen died. It's nice because he almost died. Yeah, no, that part is nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Anyway, yeah, so we're flying. Yeah. And my buddy's wearing his sunglasses. And he, we just thought he was sleeping. Yeah. And he's, his belly all of a sudden starts like rumbling weird. And his wife's like knocking on him. Like she slapped him across the face. Yeah. He didn't wake up. Like, started shaking him, didn't wake up. And I guess he, like, the way he fell asleep, it cut the oxygen off to his brain. Oh, yeah. The way his neck went. Crushed his gut. Yeah, I guess he was, like, out. And so then they came and they lifted him up. And then he woke up and he was all like, what are you guys doing to me? Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe if he had one of those. You were practicing your little uh, jiu-jitsu moves on him. I put him in a sleeper, didn't you? No, no. You were sitting in the seat behind His eyes were rolled. We took off his sunglasses. His eyes rolled back in his head. Like, he was, like, full-on, like, unconscious. Okay, but but yet you want one of these hoodies with the little... Because I think the there. hoodies would help that. Support your neck. Well, he didn't so, have one of the neck pillows? And he didn't. He did on the way home. Oh, okay. But the neck pillows do help, too. Yeah, but how did he fall asleep where he cut off his jugular? His, his chin fell forward somehow. I don't know. Wow, that was a deep sleep. He must have been. He was drunk? I can't say. 
<laughs> no, it was early in the morning. It was yeah. I can't say it was really early in the morning. That's the reason I can't say. And we were flying to we were flying to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So it was scary though, man. We wouldn't let him sleep on the way back. I was I'm gonna slap you every time you go to sleep. Man. Just keep poking him. Yeah, because seeing somebody poke. not like responsive is scary. Yeah, that is pretty scary, especially when they're driving. That's crazy. So get a neck pillow. You don't have to go and buy a goddamn hoodie. I know. I think that some of the stuff on the Kickstarter thing. I'm I'm at the point now that uh, I want to put something on Kickstarter. Yeah, just to see. Like some guy has a knife and it's like a titanium knife. You can get titanium knives, but he's making it like it's the world's first titanium knife. And in like a week he has like 70 some odd thousand dollars pledged. You're jealous now. Yeah, I'm totally jealous. I'm like, why? I'm just trying to think. You should say you have think. some stainless, stainless steel knives. Well, the only, the only, the only problem, my problem with all of that is, how do you get to the stage of actually making prototypes? Because I've got 185,000 different things that I could make. You, okay, not that many. There's six. But who's counting? You know, ideas of things that I could make to make life easier, make life better, reinvent the wheel, blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, I just oh, gotta get on this kick, on go, Kickstarter man. thing. Just Sounds like it. Put it on Kickstarter and make a gazillion dollars overnight. Do it. Like, do have it. you looked? Dare you. Have you paid attention on Kickstarter? No, I don't do that. You, you should. Okay. You, you really should. And look at what these people are raising. It's unbelievable. Well, some Kickstarter Kickstart stupid about cars. Well, we we have to have something tangible to I give know. somebody. I know. We right? are. We're giving them great, giving great them radio great, gold. Radio gold. Radio gold. Yeah, thanks for. I didn't know where I was going with that. Well, yeah, I didn't know how great we were going. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. I'm here to help you out, brother. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should uh, maybe head out today. All right. What do we want to do? We're going to say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time where we're going to do a couple different episodes of a uh, special. Of things with stuff. Yes. Special yes. stuff. We were uh, looking, we're aiming to do something. Dave wants to take us on the road and do some challenges out on the road where maybe we'll do some videoing or something. Or videoing, yeah. Even some audio from a uh, car. Got some and, tests. You know, some weird things. Some competitions. Some competitions. Some car tests. comps. Driving skills. Brain power. Brain power. Yeah. All jelly those beans. No, I don't know about jelly beans. I don't I like jelly beans. Just talking. I don't really <laughs> like jelly beans. Well, thanks for listening. Except for the stinky jelly belly ones, you know, like soap and puke. Yeah, those I, are awful. Nobody likes jelly beans. No. Jelly, jelly bean sales have gone down, I bet. Jelly belly? Like, was, was I mean, a peak bean of jelly boozles? beans? When's the last thing you went to somebody's house and they had jelly beans? Thursday. Who had jelly beans on Thursday? I have no idea. Nobody. I, it was a Thursday, though. It was? <laughs> yeah, probably. Did they all one color? One in seven chance. Of a jelly so, bean? Of, no, Were of you being pick, a Thursday. Do you pick your jelly beans, like the color of your jelly bean? Do you believe each jelly bean represents a but you're, the jelly bean versus jelly bellies, and they're all different. I you know, you got like the bean boozled. So you're saying you don't get the different flavor from jelly beans? I don't know. Because then I'll get you a pack of bean boozled. And they do? Oh, yes. So they're a better jelly bean? No, the bean boozled are, yeah. are disgusting. Oh. They're, so what? it comes in a box. <laughs> so why, why do I want them? <laughs> because they all taste different. So I don't, they all taste like crap. That doesn't mean I want them. No, they don't they just all taste, taste like different. crap. There is one that tastes like crap, but it's the same color and texture of one that tastes like so raspberries. you never know what you're getting. No, so you could be eating a raspberry bean, or you could be eating like dog poop. 
or I've, like not, not soap appealing or to me. fart or toothpaste or so has anybody said yeah let's try one of those they sold like crazy really it's like a whole people just love to put a whole poop in their time mouth, of funness they? it's a whole time of funness I don't know about that bear I like funness okay I'm gonna get you a pack alright I've got lots I don't need any more thanks you got some yeah I got some I'll get you some no I'm you good need some jelly beans on the next it's episode so- of stupid about cars <laughs> Dave eats dog poop no not happening. Well, not real dog food, but fake dog food. All right, people. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace. <laughs>